0: Hello and welcome to Pickleball Therapy, the podcast dedicated to your pickleball improvement. Hope you're having a great week. Having a good week so far here. Been walking a lot this week. Uh, I think I walked three times for about 30 minutes each time. That's uh, apparently pretty good for your back and for your hips and for your skin and everything. So I've been doing some walking. Uh, I think it's good for your cardio too, but I've been doing it more for... Again, for the back and everything else, uh, keep the hips going. You got to walk a certain way, though. I watched a YouTube video, Learn How to Walk. So that's been, that's been <laughs> you know, I'm 50-something, 52, I think, and learning how to walk. So that's uh, that's life. Uh, but that's uh, I think that's one of the beauties of uh, being alive is staying curious and uh, always wanting to learn something new. So that's that's been my week, and hope you've been having a good and curious week as well. This week's episode, we're going to be talking about the soft game some more, but we're going to be talking about it a little bit different angle. I'm going to give you four uses for the soft game. And maybe by the end, you'll be convinced that the soft game is the most effective way to play pickleball. And I'm going to repeat that several times in this podcast, the most effective way to play pickleball. And then in the riff, I'm going to talk about arm injuries. A friend of mine and I were talking today on the phone about some uh, injuries he had in his wrist. And I just wanted to talk a little bit about arm injuries and maybe give you some ideas of how to prevent them. So stay tuned for the podcast. If you want to have the most fun you've ever had on the pickleball court while at the same time learning the skills and strategies that you need to play your best pickleball, check out our We Are Pickleball Camps. You can find out more at wearepickleball.com forward slash camps. I'll link to it below in the show notes. When you're ready to treat yourself to the best and most immersive pickleball camp available anywhere, join us at a We Are Pickleball Camp. You'll find our 2022 schedule in the link below. This much fun should be illegal. All right, let's talk about the soft game. We've been hitting the soft game pretty hard over the last couple months, two, three months, trying to convince you that the soft game is the way you want to head with your game. And as I mentioned in the introduction, it is the most effective way to play pickleball. Now, this is coming from a player who did not initially, when I first started playing, did not think that the soft game was necessary or a necessary part, something necessary for me to add to my game. I thought that I could just go out on the court being a former tennis player, use my pretty strong forehand in tennis and in pickleball and just blow people off the court. And it works sometimes, sure. You know you can power, you can overpower some players with some, with some hard shots. But what happened in my history is that eventually you run into a player or a group of players who, who, against whom that just doesn't work. They're not overpowered by your shots. They're not cowed by the power that you're bringing. And they're playing a soft game. And so you're saying to yourself, okay, what am I going to do now when I'm playing the, against this player who's trying to play this soft game? Not trying, they're effectively playing a soft game against me and my hard game isn't working. If I don't have the soft game available there, I'm in trouble, right? I don't have another gear that I can I can get into and, and play in a way that will be more effective against those players. So what I wanted to do today is share with you four specific uses of the soft game so that you can hopefully understand Um, A little more about it and maybe decide to bring it into your game or understand also a little more about how to use a soft game. If you're already trying to use a soft game, maybe understand a little more about how you can actually implement it when you're out on the pickleball court. So let's start by defining the soft game. What are we talking about with the soft game? The soft game is a game that is played utilizing what is the most important rule in pickleball. The most important rule in pickleball is not I mean, there's a lot of colloquial kind of things like, you know, make your next shot, don't make an error, things like that. Those are fine. But I'm talking about like rules of the game, rules that are in the rule book that dictate how we play this game. The most important rule in pickleball is by by a mile, the no-volley the no zone rule, right? That area of the court and not being able to volley inside that zone. If you can imagine a pickleball court where you did not have a no-volley zone rule, in other words, where you could volley from anywhere on the court, You're not playing pickleball anymore. You're playing something else. You're playing basically mini tennis uh, because you can rush up to the net and slam balls. In that case, we would never advocate hitting like a third shot drop or any of those types of shots would make sense because if the other player can just run up to the net and slam it, you're never going to hit a ball like that. So it'd be an entirely different game. I'm not, it might be very fun. I don't know, but it would not be pickleball. So if you're going to play this game, right, when you sign up to play this game, you sign up to play by the rules of this game, the rules of pickleball. One, the most important rule being the non, the Novali zone rule. And so if you are not using the Novali zone to your advantage, you're giving up a huge part of this game. And what ends up happening is if your opponents know how to use a Novali zone, right? if they know how to how to leverage that space to their benefit, then you're never going to be able to overcome that disadvantage that you have because you don't know how to do that. And the soft game is essentially using that zone or not essentially it is using that part of the court using the Novali zone to slow the game down, to, to take control of the game and things like that by using soft, unattackable shots, dinks and those types of shots. Dinks are really the, the paradigm soft game shot. Uh, it could be a volley dink, it could be a third shot drop, it could be a dink from your non-volley your, your zone line. Whatever it is, those shots are intended to be soft and are intended to uh, use the, non, the non-volley zone, the no-volley zone to your advantage. So let's talk about four different ways that you can use this the soft game to your advantage. The first one, and probably I would say it's the most important one, is it gets you out of trouble. Whenever you're in a pickleball game and you get into trouble in that game, you can use the soft game to get you out of that trouble. You can use the Novali zone as like a home base when you were a kid and played tag or you know a game like that. It's a safe space. So The Novali zone if i can hit the ball in there over and over again i'm going to be perfectly fine one of my favorite stories is uh, i was at a tournament being run by jim and Yvonne hackenberg friends of ours from michigan and they always run a fantastic tournament if you're in michigan and get to play in their tournament highly recommended it's uh i think it's fever at the zoo or something at the zoo it's in kalamazoo michigan look it up a lot of fun and what happened in the tournament was jim goes back to get a ball that's been smashed by his opponent he's about eight or ten feet off the court and all he does is he just lifts the ball up and drops it inside the Novali zone, basically taking away the disadvantage that he was under at that at that situa- at that that point in the rally and being able to get it back to neutral, if you will, uh, or at least nu- neutralize that disadvantage that he was under by using the soft game. So number one use of the soft game is to get yourself out of trouble, to, to, to basically uh, get yourself out of a tough spot. The second, the second main area that you can use, the soft game, relates to this. It's getting yourself out of trouble, but specifically it's getting yourself out of trouble when you're on the serve side. Remember that when you're on the serve side, you're at a disadvantage, so you're, you have to get yourself out of that hole every time. When you start on the serve side, you're always in a hole. If you don't understand the difference between the serve and the return side, that's beyond the scope we're talking about today. Highly recommend you check us out at We Are Pickleball. This is the kind of stuff that we talk about. This is the kind of stuff that we explain to pickleball players to help you understand The difference between the serve side and the return side and, and understanding that will then lead you to the conclusion that, hey, maybe this off game is what I need because I need to get out of this trouble that I'm in every single time that I go back to serve. So that's number two. So you have getting out of trouble, getting out of trouble specifically when I'm on the serve side. Number three is controlling tempo. Controlling tempo is such an important part of any sport. Pickleball is no different. If you can control the tempo of the game and, and play the game at a tempo that is more favorable to you and your team, you're more likely to have a successful result in that rally and also in the game. And you can use a soft game to do this. The fourth, the fourth one I'm gonna give you is uh, is related to the third one. It is specifically to diffusing bangers. That's a way of controlling tempo. Bangers want to bang. Bangers want to speed things up. They want to go crazy out there and hit the ball hard all the time, smash everything. You can use the soft game to say, wait a minute, I'm not interested in playing as fast as you want to play. Let's slow this thing down. And by controlling tempo, what you'll find is you'll it, it'll going to be better for you, but it's also going to give you a ton of control and a ton of confidence out there when you're playing if you can control the tempo of the game. So hopefully those four benefits of the soft game will help you evaluate the soft game and bring it into your game. During the Riff, we're going to talk about arm injuries and give you some ideas as to how you might potentially avoid injuring that arm so you can play longer. Stay tuned for the Riff. Are you ready to finally commit to your game to get serious about your pickleball and your improvement? If you are, check out the We Are Pickleball pickleball system. It is the complete system that you need to get you to where you want to be as a pickleball player. Join CJ and me for our free three-part mini-series where we're going to be talking about how to avoid pop-ups, how to deal with bangers, and more. Make sure you're part of the We Are Pickleball mailing list so you're notified of the mini-series and you can sign up for it. You can join the We Are Pickleball mailing list by going to wearepickleball.com forward slash pillars. You'll get our three pillars of pickleball and be part of our mailing list. I'll link to it below. Come to our mini-series, improve your game, and learn more about the complete pickleball system. We'll see you there. All right, let's talk about arm injuries. Uh, I was talking to a friend of mine the other day and he was mentioning how he's having trouble with his wrist. His wrist was was hurting him and it kept him off the court for a couple of months. And we started chatting about mechanics and also about paddle. And so I wanted to address both of those and hopefully give you some ideas that might help you avoid or minimize the chances of getting uh, injury on your wrist or your or your forearm. Before I give you this advice, I gotta tell you, I'm not a doctor. I am simply someone who's played tennis for a long time and played pickleball for a long time now. so I'm offering you non-medical advice. if you have any questions about anything I'm saying here, ask your doctor before you do anything. So let's talk about, um, let's talk about mechanics. So the mechanics that we were talking about was how much wrist is being used in the shot. So if you think about the, the wrist in terms of you know in terms of relative size, muscle and, and jo- joint and muscles around it, it's pretty small you know when you compare it to say your shoulder, Uh, or your biceps or your triceps, those are much larger muscle groups. And so whenever you're, if you're hitting in a way that you're using a lot of wrist, so whether you're trying to snap the paddle over for a a power or you're trying to bring it around, uh, torque it around for like spin and things like that, we don't advise that you do that. In fact, we have a video coming out tomorrow talking about spins and how you don't need them. And we've done this a million times telling you that spins are simply not necessary to have in your game. You can have them if you want them, if they make you feel happy, knock yourself out, but spins are not necessary. And if you're using your wrist to generate a lot of spin, you're probably not getting a good bang for your buck there, probably getting more errors than you think. And what we're talking about here is you're probably stressing out that wrist more than it needs to be stressed out. Think about a pickleball day, you know, whether you're playing two hours, three hours, however long you're playing, you're using that wrist a lot, using those small muscles a lot, even without trying to torque it for power, like, you know, snapping the wrist for power, or trying to Uh, bring the paddle around for spin so try and give your wrist a little bit of a break in terms of the amount of action you're trying to ask it to drive and instead consider using more of your shoulder for your movement because your shoulder and the larger muscles around your shoulder and your and your the upper arm your biceps and your triceps will probably be able to handle that better second thing you can consider if you're having wrist pain is the type of paddle that you're using are you using a long paddle like a you know a longer than traditional shape paddle Are you using a thick paddle? Those types of paddles tend to transmit a lot of the energy of the shot into your arm. Uh, And and the longer paddle, the issue with that one potentially is the weight, the swing weight of the paddle. If you want to find out more about that, send me an email at tony at wearepickleball.com and I'll send you a couple of videos you can watch about swing weight and things like that. But consider the type of paddle you're using. If the paddle you're using is either thick meaning a lot of energy is transmitted into your arm or longer than normal, that could be causing an issue as well. Uh, anyway, so hopefully that'll help you stay on the court. You can also do some exercises, by the way, on your on your forearm and your wrist to keep it, you know, you can stretch it. You can do some strength exercises on your forearm to help you stay on the court longer. That's part of what we call the athletic pillar inside We Are Pickleball. Uh, you know, the, you gotta really look at all three pillars when you're playing pickleball. You know, if your body is broken down, I don't care how good your th- third shot is because you won't be able to hit it. So. Take Make sure you spend some time on your body and on your mind in addition to your shots, in addition to your study of the game. All right, so that's the podcast this week. Hope you enjoyed it. Uh, we'll see you again next week. We're probably going to hit the soft game again. I have this paradox thing I want to talk about. I think it's, I was going to talk about it today, but we talked enough today, so we'll bring that up next week. And um, if you enjoyed the podcast, please give it a rating on whatever platform you're listening to this on. And as always, please share it with your friends. If you enjoyed it, they probably will too. Have a great week, and we'll see you at the next podcast.